0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals.
1: And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Joining me this week and every week is my co-host, Tony Shore. If at any point during the show you want more information, feel free to give us a call at 614 760 or you can visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, you can click on our radio page and check out past shows and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, as well as Spotify. Most people are worried about how much money they will have in their retirement accounts. However, many people forget to consider how much they're spending in retirement. In this episode, we're going to talk about your spending in retirement, and more importantly, spending less. Well, we all need to probably
0: spend a little less than we do, uh, live within our means a, a little bit better. Uh, I'm sure most of us uh, could use some pointers or encouragement in that area. I know I can from time to time, but uh, you know, this is going to be a good topic. Uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts and strategies on this because I know you've worked with so many people and been a financial planner for a long time now, Corey. But before we get into all that, uh, let's talk about life. Let's talk about how you've been doing.
1: Been doing good. You know, we're, you know, middle here of, uh, you know, of 20 or, you know, middle of January here in 2019. And, you know, I think it's a good time to, uh, for everyone out there to, you know, review, you know, how you're allocated, review how you're spending um, you know, we all make New Year's resolutions. And I, you know, I think one of the things you really should look hard at is, you know, if you are retired, how can I spend less? And, and, and if you are not retired, how can I save more? And am I allocated the correct way? So it's a good time to just to, to do a checkup on your, you know, overall financial plan. That's one of the things we're really trying to do with a lot of our clients and, and prospects at this time. Yeah. Everything good with you? Oh, great. Uh, I've been great.
0: Uh, great year so far this year. And you're right. I mean, we all make resolutions, and I think a great one to make and to stick to, Uh, you know, it's one thing to make a resolution, but just uh, take it day by day. Uh, Don't look at the whole year and go, oh, I got to make it a whole year doing this. Uh, Nope. Take one day at a time, but uh, definitely look at your spending habits, look at your finances, get a plan in place. But, you know, Corey, spending less is hard for a lot of us. Uh, But, is it different in retirement? I, I bet it, it's probably just as difficult in retirement, isn't it?
1: Well, you know, Tony, it's really an inconvenient truth for retirement. You know, likely you won't be able to spend like you did when you were working, right? Right. But predicting what your expenses will be when your paycheck goes away is one of the most difficult pieces of retirement planning. But the main point is, is you probably going to have to spend less. Yes, you know, you can put that pen to paper and try to map out all of your expenses for, you know, when you're done working, but you won't, you know, know how prepared you really are until you officially retired and your paychecks have stopped. But here's a bit of a surprise. Many retirees actually underestimate how much they're going to spend in retirement. So wait, not only do retirees need to spend less,
0: they're probably estimating too low on their expenses. Is that what you're saying?
1: You know, it it can get a little confusing there, Tony, but let's slow down and think about some of the ways that your expenses could decrease, you know, once you retire. Now, first of all, you know, do you, you know, commute to work? A lot of us do. So there are a lot of hidden costs that come with owning a car, you know, fuel servicing, oil changes, car insurance, you know, you get the idea there. But a lot of retired couples share one vehicle and sometimes even use one driver to save money on insurance. So this isn't so much about the one-time windfall, you know, you'll get for selling a car, as it is the reoccurring savings you'll enjoy during your retirement. Because the little costs that come up with owning a vehicle, you know, can be reduced. Yeah, little
0: costs. I mean, those little costs uh, probably add up very quick. You know, they can add up very quickly, and that could be a substantial amount of savings, right?
1: Yeah, Tony, and you know, in, in every you know little bit of savings does add up. So another potential savings is downsizing your home. This is pretty popular right now. Uh, it can, of course, be a touch, you know a touchy subject because many people are emotionally attached to a home. You know they've raised their family in, or have spent you know a significant amount of time and money working on it. But your home can have plenty of little costs too. You know when you retire, your appliances you know don't start you know they really don't stop aging. Your, your refrigerator has an expiration date, just like the items inside it. But the fridge really lets you in you know, on that secret when it's time to replace it. So new appliances and repairs should be calculated into your spending you know, estimates. These expenses are often out of sight, out of mind, until something breaks, then you really have to deal with it at that point in time.
0: Well, you mentioned a couple of big ticket items there, potentially downsizing your home and eliminating a vehicle. Uh, What are some other ideas uh, for spending less in retirement?
1: You kind of touched on this a second ago, but, you know, spending below your means, you know, could be the most valuable tool in your retirement planning toolkit. You know, if you're close to to retirement age or already there, there's a good chance that your parents were experts at spending, you know, below their means. Those who grew up during the Great Depression had to practice spending, you know, discretion out of necessity. So without even realizing it, you probably had a good role model for managing your spending. In fact, that is exactly what author um, Kenton Waits did in his moneytalksnews.com article, 10 Money Lessons I Learned from My Depression-Era Dad.
0: (laughs) Well, there are a lot of money tips we can learn from our our, uh, family, uh, our folks. Uh, What are some of the tips that he mentioned there?
1: Well, you know, Um, two lessons that he learned from his father really stick out. First, an income increase shouldn't necessarily mean an increase in spending. Waite's father was a firm believer in saving extra money from pay increases rather than spending on a new car or a bigger home. So some of my clients increase the percentage of their paycheck, you know, dedicated to their 401k when they receive a raise. It's a great way to save more while not impacting, you know, your take-home percentage as well. So what is the second lesson that we learned
0: or he learned from the father there?
1: Well, the second lesson that I thought was valuable was that saving can be, um, can be as potent as, as income, right? Many people strive to maximize income, but salaries are not totally in our control. However, what we spend is completely in our control. So while income and saving are equally important, we have more control over our spending and budgeting which is, you know, really something everyone really should look at.
0: Well, yeah, and that certainly ties into what we're talking about today, spending less in retirement. I think this is a really important subject for our listeners and for all of us, actually. And this is something you deal with uh, every day, talking to your clients and prospects and people you meet with. So I think this is going to be a good one, and we're going to get into some solutions and some other ideas here but we should probably take a quick break. Is there anything you want to add for the listeners before we do?
1: Yeah, sure, Tony. You know, preparing for retirement, it can be overwhelming and even nerve-wracking, but you don't have to really do it alone. So you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com, or you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. If you do call in, just reference the radio show. We'll set you up with a complimentary no-obligation meeting with me. And one of the things that I would highly recommend that you do is when you do, you know, set that meeting up, we're going to be able to provide you a what we call our confidential outline, and on that we're going to be able to show you a what kind of you know expenses that you that you are having, and we can analyze your expenses in detail. But more importantly, we're going to be able to also look at that as well as develop what we call our compass report, which is a year by year. Um, breakdown of what your income is going to look like in retirement. And more importantly, what your savings look like at that point in time as well. It's a great way to get started to make sure you're on the right track to have that successful retirement. You know, we want to be able to help you prepare for retirement that you've worked so hard for. So again, all you need to do is visit our website at safeharboroh.com or give us a call at 614-760-0670 and set up that complimentary meeting with me.
0: All right. That sounds great. Uh, Great opportunity. That Compass report sounds very valuable. And I think that's great that you're willing to run that for our listeners. All they have to do is call and set up that complimentary consultation with you. Now, listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Fit Radio and our
2: host, Corey Sickles, after this.
1: at 614-760-0670. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Management, and joining me this week and every week is my co-host, Tony Shore. Now, if any point during the show you want more information, feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can visit us online at Harbor. And while you're at our website, you can click on that radio page and check out past shows and also subscribe to iTunes or Google Play. And we're also very excited to, to announce that we're also on Spotify now. So you can also subscribe on that. Now, today's episode is about spending less in retirement. And as we discussed before the break, spending is one of the few things that you can control. All
0: right. Well, you know, we're
1: talking about spending less in retirement.
0: Uh, What are some other things that we need to consider, especially as future retirees or
1: retirees? Well, here's another thing, Tony, that many retirees won't like to hear, but you really need to focus on financially preparing for health care and retirement. Now, this planning has to happen because health is even less predictable than the stock market.
0: Well, (laughs) uh, that's not good. Um, The stock market isn't too predictable, especially as of late uh, but yeah, health can be a problem uh, and could be even less predictable, right?
1: You know that's right, Tony. And if you think you're, you know, you're paying a lot for health care now, wait until retirement. So in the absence of an employee-sponsored plan, your out-of-pocket expenses may soar. So this is another area that retirees often underestimate when planning for future expenses.
0: Yeah, I bet it is. So, are there any estimates on how much these health costs will increase or cost us?
1: Well, you know, Tony, it's really impossible to predict the future, but in 2018, um, Time.com article entitled, Here's How Much the Average Couple Will Spend on Healthcare Costs in Retirement. They reported that the average couple retiring in 2018 would need an estimated $280,000 to cover their healthcare and medical expenses in retirement. So that was a 2% increase over 2017. Wow. So
0: that's a big number to plan to spend in retirement. I mean, that's huge.
1: Well, you know, not only that, Tony, but as, as they mentioned in the article as well, that number of 280,000 doesn't include things like long-term care, home health, AIDS, or assisted living facilities, or even most dental work. So neither of which is covered by Medicare. So that number is likely to increase when you factor in those uncovered costs as well. Oh,
0: definitely. You know, my mother-in-law is in assisted living now and the assisted living centers and a lot of nursing homes are $100,000 a year or more. I, I mean, that's crazy, isn't it?
1: It is its is crazy. You know, depending on, you know, the type of facility that you go into, you know, you know she might be, you know, if she's spending about $100,000 a year, she's probably, you know, they're probably taking a lot of care of her. But oh, yeah. even if you go into... Uh, uh, you know, in Columbus, Ohio here, um, you know, my grandmother was in one a, a few years ago and you were still looking around $5,000 a month yeah. um, for, for assisted living facility as well. Yeah. So, you know, those things can add up. Um, let's face it, the longer we live, the odds are that we have a, a pretty good idea of uh, needing some type of that health care. And, um, you know, I was just actually on Daytime Columbus a, a few weeks ago and one stat that kind of hung out there is if you're 65, you have about a fifth if you're married and you're 65 years of age, you guys have about a 50% chance of one of you are going to be going into one of those type of facilities in retirement.
0: Well, that's definitely something that needs to be considered when we're thinking about retirement expenses, then a number that large would impact any budget, right?
1: Yeah, there's also another thing that I want to talk about that isn't covered much you know, in the retirement content, you know, content I've seen. And it's also something a lot of financial advisors don't fully take into account. And that's the boredom factor in retirement. You know, retirement's great. But the good thing about having a job is that you've got a good chunk of your day planned. So, you know, the old adage, you know, when you're not making money, you're spending it. And I love this saying, especially for this topic.
0: Well, it's it's a big one. Is there anything that can help a retiree stick to a budget then?
1: So, Tony, one thing that helps a lot of retirees stay on track with their budget is finding really an inexpensive hobby that's going to help them socialize and find structure. Now, of course, this schedule you know, probably won't be as rigid as the one you maintained when you were working, and that's fine. But if you're someone who still maintains that high you know, degree of activity into your 70s, you might end up you know, having your costs go up in retirement. After all, you know, you've just gained an extra 40 hours of week you know, to spend your time.
0: I think that's so important. Now, uh, once again, we're up against the break. Do you have any comments before we take a quick commercial break here, Corey?
1: Sure, Tony. You know, our goal at Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors in our planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, so they will, so they know they're going to have the comfortable retirement that they have worked so hard for. Now, you can visit our website at Safe Harbor. OH.com. Or you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. Just reference the radio show. We'll set you up with that complimentary no obligation meeting with me. And when you do come in, A, we'll start working on what your expenses are going to look like in retirement. But more importantly, we're going to be able to provide you with your own customized um, financial compass report, which is going to show you exactly year by year what your estimated income is going to look like, And you'll be able to find out whether you're going to have any issues of possibly running out of money sometime in retirement as well. It's a great report to make sure that that you're on track. And if you are retired, it's to make sure that you stay on track as well. Again, all you need to do is give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit our website at safeharboroh.com to set up that complimentary no obligation meeting with me.
0: All right. And thanks, Corey. We're going to be right back, listeners, after this With more on this topic from our host, Corey Sickles, here on Financially Fit Radio.
2: There can be many advantages to converting your 401k to a Roth IRA, which include tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings. This helps eliminate the uncertainty of future taxes and can lower your taxes owed on Social Security benefits as you near your retirement years. Call Safe Harbor Retirement Group at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com we can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and experts who can work with you to help avoid potential pitfalls. We will guide you through the process in the most effective manner possible to help ensure your financial security.
1: Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Joining me this week and every week also is my co-host, Tony Shore. If any point during the show you want more information, feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. While you're at our website, click on over to that radio page, check out past shows, and subscribe to either iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Now, spending less in retirement is our topic today. We've looked at some ways to spend less from downsizing your home or removing a vehicle from your budget to some lessons that can be learned from our depression-era loved ones.
0: Yeah, definitely. There are a lot of lessons to be learned. I learned some of the best financial lessons from my grandfathers and my parents. And now you've talked about a lot of good options and ideas for spending less in retirement already on the show today. Corey, uh, what else do you have for us?
1: And I have one last tip for you. And this bit of advice is for everybody, not just retirement age listeners out there, right? So you can get yourself in shape and make an effort to reduce the chances of chronic illnesses by exercising regularly and getting that heart rate up, right? But according to the Centers for Disease Control, an adult dies from cardiovascular disease, we call that CVD-related health conditions like heart attacks every 40 seconds. So these deaths account for 31% of all U.S. deaths each year. So the cost of cardiovascular disease in the U.S. is about 317 billion dollars per year, split between 193.7 billion in direct medical cost and 123 billion in lost, producti- you know, lost productivity. So those numbers really are staggering.
0: Yeah, wow. <laughs> That's not good. I mean, those numbers are incredible. They're alarming, really?:
1: Absolutely, Tony. And with those types of costs, you know, the healthier you are, the better your overall financial picture will likely be in retirement. So not to mention, you know, to being able to spend more of your golden years with your loved ones. So the the point of it is is you really need to, you know, to stay healthy as well.
0: Well, yeah, for sure. So getting healthy and staying healthy can actually save us money is what you're saying.
1: Absolutely, Tony. In fact, if you are someone who's been exercising for a long time, you might have the same you know, muscle health as someone one-third of your age. So according to a December 2018 story on National Public Radio's Morning Edition that can be found online at NPR.com under the title, Exercise Wins, Fit Seniors Can Have Hearts That Look 30 Years Younger. A recent study shows that the muscles from a 75-year-old lifetime exerciser resembled the muscles of a 25-year-old. Wow, Uh, that's crazy! That's amazing. So,
0: if you've been exercising your whole life, you might have found the fountain of youth, so to speak, right?
1: Well, that might be you know a bit too far, Tony. But you know, there's certainly strong evidence of exercises, uh, you know, of the benefits of exercising. So the report in the NPR you know, story found that 30 to 60 minutes of exercise may be a vital part of a healthy life. Even just 30 to 45 minutes of walking a day can have substantial health benefits. Unfortunately, most people in the United States are not getting nearly enough exercise. Yeah, I, I know I'm guilty of that. I, I got to do more. So a lot of us
0: are lagging behind that 75 year old who has the muscles of a, somebody third their
1: age. Right? Well, that's true. Now, in fact, according to a health.gov article, the, the Federal Physical Activity Guidelines, and I quote, key guidelines for adults. Adults should move more and sit less throughout the day. Some physical activity is better than none. Adults who sit less and do any amount of moderate to vigorous physical activity gain some type of health benefits. Now, for substantial health benefits, adults should do at least 150 minutes or two hours and 30 minutes the 300 minutes or five hours a week of moderate intensity or 75 minutes or one hour and 15 minutes to 150 minutes, which is about two and a half hours a week of vigorous intensity, aerobic physical activity, or an equivalent combination of moderate and vigorous intensity, aerobic activity. So preferably aerobic activity should spread throughout the week. Wow. That's something I don't think a lot of people do enough of. Wow. And I'm, I'm probably in that category of of that. I mean, I do work out quite a bit, but I probably do need a little bit more of that, you know, that aerobic activity. Yeah.
0: Well, you're definitely in good shape. I think that's good, and I think a good workout plan then for us and and our listeners out there is uh, probably uh, usually about 30 minutes long each each episode, right?
1: Yeah. You know, I see where where you're going with that. You know, Tony. You know, our listeners can you know visit us online at Safe Harbor oh.com. And you can also head on over to our radio page, check out past shows, as well as subscribe to iTunes, Google Play, as well as Spotify. Now, each episode can be a 30 minute exercise soundtrack for your body, mind and finances. Sounds like a solid workout plan to me. That's a
0: great idea. Listen to the show uh, as our listeners uh, work out. I think that's great. Now, uh, as usual, our time is almost up for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go, Corey?
1: Yeah, you can definitely visit our website at safeharboroh.com, or you can give us a call at 614 760 Just reference the radio show. We'll set you up with a complimentary meeting um, with me because we're dedicated you know, to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation. Now, when you do call in or when you do come in and meet with me, we'll also be able to provide you with your own personalized compass report. It's a great way to A, to see whether you're on track to have the retirement that you want from an income standpoint. And if you are retired, you're going to be able to be able to see whether you're on track long-term as well to make sure that you have that retirement that you've worked so hard for. Now, if you have any questions about today's show or comments, please give us a call as well at 614-760-0670. All right.
0: That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor and myself, your
1: co-host, Tony Shore. Join us again for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially
0: Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614 760 0670